Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. On Sunday, December 4th, Burl Ives again tells the exciting new story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on the General Electric Fantasy Hour. The date, Sunday, December 4th. Join Rudolph in a trip to the island of misfit toys. Meet Yukon Cornelius, the funniest prospector of the North. Gad, shoot! The bumble snow monster of the North strikes again! Meet Santa's elves and hear seven original Christmas songs. Burl sings... Have a holly jolly Christmas, it's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. It's a holly jolly Christmas special for the entire family. Don't miss Rudolph, Sunday, December 4th, in color on most of these stations. Merry Christmas. Hello, I'm Danny Pellegrino, and welcome to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast with me, Danny. And Jenna. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jenna. Hello. Hey, Danny. Merry holidays. Today's going to be a little bit different episode. Mm -hmm. It might be a little shorter than normal. We wanted to do like almost like a little mini bonus. We'll see how long we talk. But we thought we've been covering these long movies, these Mm -hmm. long feature films. But there's so much stuff in the holiday canon Mm -hmm. that we've wanted to get to. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we thought would be fun was to do one of these specials, which this Rankin-Bass special, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, infamously the scariest thing in my whole lifetime. Like, honestly, (laughs) I'm terrified of this movie. Uh, But it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and it's like not even an hour-long special. Mm -hmm. I just want to give a little brief rundown of it. It's a... Fictional character, the character was created by Robert Louis May. Rudolph is usually depicted as the ninth and youngest of the Santa Claus's reindeer. Can you name all the reindeer? Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen? Yes, you got it. Yeah. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Do I don't know how I know that. <laughs> I don't know how I know that, but like, there's other things that I need to... like state capitals and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking know. Montpelier, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, it's, um, let me get back to this description. So Rudolph is usually depicted as the ninth and youngest of the reindeer, using his luminous red nose to lean, lead the reindeer team and guide Santa's sleigh on Christmas Eve. Though initially he receives ridicule for his nose as a fawn, the brightness of his nose is so powerful that it illuminates the team's path through the harsh winter weather. Uh, Ronald Blankford Jr. described Rudolph's story as the fantasy story made to order 
for American children. Each child has the need to express and receive approval from his or her individual and or special for his or her individual and special qualities. Rudolph's story embodies the American dream for the child, written large because of the cultural significance of Christmas. Rudolph first appeared in the 1939 booklet written by Robert L. May uh, for a department store. The story is owned by the Rudolph Company LP and has been adapted and shaped in numerous forms, including a popular song by Johnny Marks, the iconic 1964 stop-motion animated special, which is what we're covering, and its two sequels, which are Rankin-Bass Productions. Uh, There was also a 1998 traditional animated feature, a 2001 CGI sequel that I don't remember, uh, and all sorts of stuff. It's been on a postage stamp, the whole uh, the whole nine, the whole nine. But we're going to be talking about this 1964 uh, Christmas stop-motion animated special, which originally was distributed by NBC Universal. Mm-hmm. It first aired on Sunday, December 6, 1964. Mm-hmm. Under something called the General Electric Fantasy Hour. What a time. What a time. I want to watch a General Electric Fantasy Hour. That sounds like a key party. I know. I know. Like, <laughs> right? It's like, I mean, 64, not- <laughs> it's like weird to think this thing that yeah. we still sort of watch. I don't know how much the youth are really into this one. Like, my nieces and nephews love Frosty. Okay. They got like obsessed at a certain mm-hmm. age. I feel like they were all obsessed with Frosty. Mm-hmm. But that's traditional animation. Yeah. And I feel like that's easier to digest than this animation because now even stop motion now is so much smoother. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if kids like this special. Yeah. I mean, even as a kid for me, I and terrified and I got the, the flop sweats rewatching it because I don't like this. Yeah, I did as a kid, but I think you liked I, it. I did. Oh, and like, I have it on DVD, but we're watching it now. You have it on DVD. I have it on DVD. Um, when did you get the DVD of it? In probably, Probably 20 years ago. Like when you were a kid? No, when I was like, I think like able to drive and it already had sex. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> a little bit about me. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked and then you're like, let's watch yeah, Rudolph. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was like a grown woman and I was like, I need this on DVD because I think I had an, a different memory of it. Like I liked the abominable snowman oh. as a kid, mm-hmm. but rewatching it now, I'm like, this is messed up i really it's don't so like it up. like i would never show this to a child no it scares me it's really scary. i remember i hated the the joltiness of it uh-huh. and i didn't even remember re-watching it it actually opens with like these newspaper clippings that are real they're not animated so they're just like real news, scary scary and it's it's just all of it all of it terrified like every little bit i get the heebie-jeebies just talking about yeah. it like it makes me uncomfortable it's like the depression like oh so there's that snowman narrator and he's like hello every like you know there's a blizzard coming and you're like okay what and this- they recreated a lot of that for the movie elf which we haven't oh, covered yeah. on the show but obviously the narration in the movie elf was all based on this uh, i think they got sued didn't they oh, by probably. Rankin and bass yeah there was well, a whole yeah. thing they deserve it because yeah. they really just they copied it, it. All yeah <laughs> totally but even i remember Going to the theater to see Elf, mm-hmm. and even at the time getting the flop sweat, seeing that Rankin and Bass because the, that scare it scares me like, more you. than anything. I, we talked last episode or one of the episodes we talked about meth gators. Uh-huh. I would rather be face to face with a meth gator than Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. You <laughs> claymation. What, what's his name? You, the the reindeer with Yukon that Cornelius. Oh, that, that, guy, that guy shivers. This should have been a Halloween episode. This should have been. Yeah, <laughs> no, we could have like a horror movie. Um, also, I didn't realize that, that Donner was Rudolph's dad. No, I think that was just for this. Just for this. Yeah, which I was like, that's an interesting choice. 
Yeah, I didn't. I thought the same thing. I didn't remember that from when I was younger. Yeah, and I looked it up. I was like, wait, Donner and Blitzen and Comet Cupid Donner Blitzen. Like those are all separate reindeer daddy issues. And now all of a sudden we're learning that uh, Rudolph's dad is Donner. Yeah, and I don't believe and that. And he is such a dick. Like oh, Donner's Donner so is mean. Such a fucking dick. He's such, such a dick. A I'm like, dick. I. He was like. So was I just Santa, by like the it. way. I, oh, yeah. I thought Santa was an asshole because Santa was right asshole. when Rudolph's born, mm-hmm. all of a sudden Santa saunters on in there and is like, oh, come on, get to work. Yeah, It's exactly. like, fuck you, dude. Like, mm-hmm. they first of all, they just had a kid. The parents are tired. Rudolph's barely fucking born. Mm-hmm. And you're like, put him to work. Yeah. Like, and he knows English. I, Rudolph was born knowing English. Like, he never heard the word <laughs> mama or papa. And he's like, mama. That. And I'm like, excuse me, no. And then he also, same with Santa. He like, I, I, I thought that was weird yeah. now as an adult watching it i'm like i don't believe it that a day old reindeer yeah, knows english reindeer. i mean i just thought <laughs> immediately he's born and santa comes in and it's like let's get to work mm-hmm. it's like fuck you dude oh yeah and then he goes that song he's like i'm king of jingling the and music I was like, and it's haunting 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 like the king of jingling oh, i can't i'm getting the shivers <laughs> i get the shivers but yeah um oh and also santa was a dick when i think santa was a dick when everyone's a dick in this everyone's um, such an asshole and it was a different uh, time it was a different time um and so santa is like sitting on a throne for no reason within this hall and uh, the head elf is like, come on, you guys, we have to sing to Santa. And he's oh, like, yeah, can you hurry up? I have to get down to the workshop. <laughs> exactly. I like, was like, what is going on? It's in the awful. And he's so mean to the elves too. He's so mean. Like they're doing all the fucking work. I'm mm-hmm. swearing a lot this episode. I'm sorry. sorry I no. hope no one's listening with kids. And, okay. So we need to talk about Donner. He's toxic masculinity incarnate. Totally. Remember? Cause like, I think his wife, they just call her Mrs. Donner. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, she wants to go find Rudolph and he's like, no, a woman's place is here. And then like, get Ugh. back in your cave. He says that to the girl. He's like, get back in your cave. Like, you get in the fucking cave, Donner. I'm like, okay. Don- I'm going to slap Donner. And then Donner's making him cover it up. I mean, that gave me the nose. So oh, the nose, which I hate that heart. nose because the noise in the nose makes scares the bejesus out of me. But yeah, he's making Rudolph uh, immediately cover the nose Mud with face. some dirt. Yeah, yeah, they covers it with dirt, and yeah. it's like, come on, Rudolph, let him have the fucking red nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so rude. I know, and like the the snowman when he first introduces the abominable snowman, he's like, he's he describes him as he says he's mean and nasty and hates Christmas. I'm like, no, that's everyone else in this movie. Yeah, leave the snowman alone. Right. I don't know. And can we talk about the big gay elf? Yes. Because okay, what was <laughs> his name? Hermie. Hermie's the big gay. gay elf. Yes. I don't know that. Like he's, I'm confirming that here, and maybe that's maybe that's I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, presumptuous of me, but I believe in my heart. Sometimes yes. you just know a character's coded. Mm-hmm. That character's a big old gay. Yeah, and when we meet him, he's like, I don't want to be here. I hate my job. I hate making toys. I want to be a dentist. He wants to be a dentist. <laughs> wants to be a big gay dentist. A big gay dentist. Fix people's teeth. And he has his dentistry textbook just under the workshop oh. table. He pulls it out, and like they're really pushing. I wonder if like. Like, I feel like big it, dentistry like finance to this part. Oh, maybe like general. You know, it was like General Motors, but it was also subsidized by, by uh, dentistry to- association. Yeah, something. because they were like pushing dentistry. Because then he starts looking in people's mouths, and I'm like, sir. Yeah, they were pushing dentistry. Yeah. I'm just noticing that now. It and was a, a kid, lot, very aggressive dentistry subplot. And that's such a funny. That's such a 1964 career thing to like yeah. shove kids into dentistry. Right, right. Where now it's like you never hear about that. No, no one's like. I feel like Hermie now his real goal would be to like be a fashion designer or mm-hmm. like something. 
a hairdresser, yeah. makeup artist or yeah. something. That's Hermie now. And he cares about appearances because he says even he's like, I want to be a dentist because we need one up here. <laughs> I was like, he's not wrong. It's big gay. Yeah. He, he, was, he looked different than all the other ones too. He had the different eyes. And the swoop hair. The, the swoop, swoop bangs. hair. Yeah. 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 He, he's yeah. gay. Yeah, I just feel it. Yeah. He's a little twink bottom. I feel it. Yeah. I know it. Oh, and can we talk about the reindeer games? Yeah. Um, there was a Ben Affleck movie called Reindeer Games. Did you oh, ever see it? <laughs> and it was scary, wasn't Charlie's it? Charlie's Angels. I never watched it. I think I might have like rented it way oh. back in 98 or something. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw that. Yeah. But I think this... Ben Affleck... Okay. Yeah, let's not, This isn't about Ben Affleck, but let's talk about his now. holiday movie canon. Because not only did he do Reindeer Games, but he also did Surviving Christmas with James Gandolfini and Catherine O'Hara, which... Is unhinged, and we need to cover that at some point. Okay, yeah. At some Let's point, maybe in five years from now, yes. or some, whenever oh, we get to yeah. it, because yeah. we have a lot to get to. Yeah. But surviving Christmas is wild. Mm-hmm. I just need I to Catherine say O'Hara. Yeah, I did too. And I feel like he was in another Christmas. Wasn't he in some? I feel like he was in a third Christmas movie or something. Ben oh, Affleck was, G- was, was that G- Jiggly no, that, one? I feel like that was that was a Thanksgiving movie because there was something about a gobble oh. and a. Oh. Yeah. I've never seen that. The JLo one? That's what oh, I meant, it's right? terrible. Is but it it's terrible? kind of like a fun terrible. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm just, I swear Ben Affleck's in another holiday film, but I can't think of it. Anyway, people are going to probably shout it at the podcast. Yeah, they're going to shout it. We're driving around right now screaming it. Um, oh, yeah. So all the fawns are bullying Rudolph. Like, they all show up. Um, none of the girls can participate, which is so problematic. But they're like, all the boy reindeer have to go show off for Santa so he can see who's going to be strong enough to fly the sleigh. I'm like, dude, you were literally born yesterday, but yeah, please go right, go run around in front of Santa. Whole fucking sleigh. It's just, I, um, oh yeah. So Rudolph and his girlfriend are hanging out and then Donner comes back. And this might like, be controversial, but I do actually believe that Rudolph's straight. Yeah. Cause I know the whole thing is like a, a metaphor for being gay. I mean, that's how oh. I took it. Maybe it's not, but <laughs> I took it. Oh, I take like everything the mis- like, oh, like Okay. But, I do believe that Rudolph's straight. I just need to say that. Mm-hmm. Herbie or Hermie, big gay. I guess there was. Oh, I found this actually that after this aired, the thousands of angry letters came in from what? like the ableist community because they add the ending. You know how they go back and Santa finds all the misfit toys, new homes. The original didn't have that. They just <gasps> were left on the island. And so people were like, this is ableist. This is saying that like, they will never be loved by anyone. And so they they, they re-shot. When did they reshot it? I think the next year and then the year after it aired with an additional two minutes that we know Oh, now. my God. Isn't that traumatizing? That's crazy. That is me. crazy. Could you imagine airing something and they're like, oh, no, in all two the minutes is like a stay whole, on the island. In Claymation or whatever, <laughs> this is like two a minutes is like a year of work. <laughs> like, they probably took them the whole year to add that that final thing, like. Two years. It's so funny. Um, oh, what I didn't like, too, is that all the reindeer were so mean to Rudolph, you know, mm-hmm. and they never apologize. No. Like, there was never, like, this didn't teach kids, like, vindication or revenge. <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's like... The whole idea of it is, like, to, you know, be yourself and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, the way that it was presented is just so harsh. Yes. That it, it's hard to even get a lesson out of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, all the characters are so hard. And mean. And mean. And I, you know, we've talked about, it's like... I think it's good to have mean characters. Nowadays, almost I feel like it's the opposite where every character is just so perfect and Mm -hmm. it feels like, okay, we're sanitizing everything too much. And I almost feel like this is the opposite of that. Yeah. Because I really, I mean, as uh, we're both pretty liberal and all that kind of stuff, but I still think that sometimes 
scripted stuff goes too far in one way because it's like every character can't. I, I was just talking about the new Gossip Girl, oh, the yeah. reboot, and it's like it's every character. It's almost like they're afraid to let the characters be bad, mm-hmm. and it's like I understand that we want to present better things to people, but also characters in real life act bad mm-hmm. or are mean or and, are whatever. And that was so good about the original Gossip Girl, like Leighton Meester and, you know, Chuck Bass, that character, like they were diabolical psychopaths. Like they let him be fucking psychopaths. Yeah. And that's my problem with the Gossip Girl reboot is like, they don't let him be as mean as I want, or as, not even mean, just like as problematic. Yeah. Or like bitchy. Awful, or like, mean, or yeah. all those things. Yeah. Three-dimensional, that's probably the right term. That's the term. Oh, that makes sense. Want. But in Rudolph, <laughs> did I just compare Rudolph to the <laughs> Gossip, Gossip Girl reboot? <laughs> <laughs> it checks out, I'm in. Yes. <laughs> But in Rudolph, it's the opposite, where it's like every single character is hard, and I need some of the characters to be nicer. Mm-hmm. I agree, because even like Yukon Cornelius, this man who just comes <laughs> literally out of nowhere, who's supposed to be some sort of, I don't know, zodiac hiker person. I'm yeah, like, what are you? I doing know, like what is his world? what is his role and in the world? That ice raft. Remember, like I think he uses ice pick because the, oh, the abominable snowman is chasing them, and there's this moment where um, he's like, oh, the fog is thicker than peanut butter, and then Hermie says. Don't you mean thicker than pea soup? And Yukon Cornelius screams at him. He's like, you can eat what you like and I'll eat what I like. I'm like, okay, first like, cool of all, it. wow, chill. Also, would you ever compare fog to peanut butter or pea soup? Never. Like, who wrote Never. This? Never. Like, maybe the steam from a locomotive? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. I want to know, like, well, aside from the outrage over the ending, like, what was the general response? I, I mean, I guess it became a classic, so the response must have been good. Mm-hmm. But it seems so odd. Mm-hmm. Like, the was was everyone just watching this, the first airing, and being like, this is a Christmas classic? This is amazing. Did you get chills when they get to the island of misfit toys and then all the broken toys start rolling out it reminded me of sid's room in toy story remember the bad kid which was also very scary to me as a kid too yeah so scary yeah that that moment was really and i i got vibes of that from this i was like there's like you know that locomotive with square wheels and he's like and then charles in the box and wasn't there a different spinoff or another movie called island of misfit toys yes there was yeah Mm -hmm. okay Yeah. Okay, because I vaguely remember. Like I couldn't watch any of these like as a kid, and I I know I've told this story on the podcast before, but my college freshman roommate, he had all these on DVD, mm-hmm. and he uh, did not really go leave the room or whatever. But I remember in like early September, August, when I had just moved into the dorm, he was watching these movies, and I it, it felt like a horror movie to me because I'm so scared of the claymation. What jail is he in now? I, <laughs> but I was like so terrified because I was like, oh my god, like this. 
not only is it not Christmas, which I support watching a Christmas movie whenever you want, but yeah. the claymation freshman year of college in the dorm, like on a Friday night, it was just, I got back from going out and I was like, oh my God, like Rudolph's on the, with that fucking <laughs> nose going like, <laughs> oh, I hate that, that noise. So that was yeah. bone chilling. Yeah. Yeah. He also, everything he owned was orange too, which what? I think maybe I've told you before, but it's like, yeah, everything like he owned was accessories orange. And like, like the furniture. bedding, the clothes, the hangers. Would he eat Cheetos and watch? Everything was orange. Orange. That is so everything was interesting. Orange. I mean, it's, it's. Where is he now? Do we know? I don't know. I don't okay. know. Um, um, oh. Probably watching Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer as we speak. Next. Good point. Um, there was a moment. Oh, the water pistol um, that shoots jelly. He discharges himself and squirts Hermie in the face. Oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Grape jelly. I was like, okay, that was unnecessary it but made me, again, yeah it made me want a peanut butter and jelly oh, <laughs> like a yeah. weird girl. i was hungry when i watched this and i was like yeah. oh, i want a peanut butter and jelly yeah uh some of the technology is interesting because we talked about how long it would take to do some of these shots mm-hmm. but yeah the artistry uh is kind of impressive but like it's scary to me like i, I don't maybe even like the fur or the the reindeer like the material they used for the reindeer like it freaks me out like i don't yeah. know all of it was rough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of it. And I don't even think I watched this on YouTube. Did you watch it on YouTube? Yes, I did. Yeah. So I feel like they don't, do they even air this regularly? Like I know every NBC airs It's a Wonderful Life. I feel like they And do. TNT airs Four Christmases. Yeah. But like who is anyone TNT airing does. Rudolph yearly or, or did we just like stop it? That's a good question. I feel like it is because I read some of the, you, oh, the YouTube comments are hilarious. Which <gasps> oh, yeah, you got to oh, yeah. bring those up. I was power up. texting those to you because they're hilarious. Um, so as of eight or ten months ago, people were actively watching this. On YouTube? Yeah. Okay, but do they, but uh, not on a network. Maybe not on a network. Because I don't remember, even um, the Charlie Brown stuff moved to Apple. Like, Apple bought all the Charlie Brown stuff, so it, oh. I, I think that's not even they're airing on, like, a major network. Okay. I gonna- think, like, they have exclusivity, I think, for Apple. Oh, interesting. Um, one, oh, so this one, Dr. Pepper, the corporate account, commented. <laughs> this is my favorite on the YouTube. Uh, of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Um, they said, how TF, so how the fuck Santa know if you were good or bad all year? And he didn't even know that Rudolph was getting bullied. <laughs> I'm like, Dr. Pepper's correct. Yeah. Um, thank you, Dr. Corporate. Pepper's right. Why didn't, how does, how do they know all that stuff, but didn't know he's getting bullied? Yeah. Also, why is there a lion sitting on a throne at the Island of Misfit Toys? Oh, like, yeah. lions don't belong in the snow. Yeah. And like, was, was that, the, and was that the inspiration to the Lion King? Oh, that's true. Interesting. That is interesting. We solved a mystery. Um, Oh yeah. Okay. Were there any other YouTube reviews that you can share? Oh yeah. I love YouTube comments. Oh, me too. Okay. So Rebecca said, um, Rudolph decides to sneak away on his own so that he won't endanger his friends. Oh, that's during the blizzard when Yukon Cornelius and Hermie are like, we can't go anywhere. And then also Rudolph leaves the door open, thus exposing his friends to the frigid air and sub zero temperatures. (laughs) So many of the comments were so mad that he left the door open. I'm like, okay. It's still weird detail to get mad about. Yeah, yeah. And they're also used to the cold. Like, they live there, yeah. right? So Even they would Cornelius be... Yeah, gets off on the cold. Yeah, he, he like, fucking and power. loves it. He loves it. Hate, cold and I power. I hate that guy. I don't know where he was going, and I don't know where he is now. Who do you hate him? Cornelius? Okay, wait. Let's rate... Let's both rate... Villain. The villainous. The, the people in this... The characters in this... Like, who's your most hated? The most Cornelius? hated... I almost think... Maybe the other reindeer or Santa. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Santa's it for me. Head Elf was really yeah, mean he was to Hermie. Like he was such an yeah. asshole to Hermie when he's like, I want to be a dentist. He's like, No, no. It's like, 
dude. Oh, also Hermie, after he becomes a dentist, <laughs> he rips out the abominable snowman's teeth. <laughs> right at the end, I was like, wait, I'm sorry. Just, that was wild. A, someone put that out as a comment. They're like, no, Novocaine, nothing. He just starts ripping Not a great dentist. Not a great dentist. Um, there was one that I thought you would connect with. Um, someone said uh, a comment saying, hear the roar from the abominable snowman gave me memory frights. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never heard the phrase memory frights. I'm going to start using that yeah. now because I get the memory frights from this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I literally, when I put it on, Jen, I'm not kidding. I was like, I don't know if I could do this. I was <laughs> like, I'm going to have to text Jen and say, never yeah. mind, because I get so, it gives oh. me, I, I can't even explain it. It's the scariest yeah. thing to me ever. I hate it. Yeah, I hate I, it. And I will never watch it again because yeah, I'm terrified I, of it. I don't watch it in four sittings because I would watch eight minutes and I was like, I'm done. Too much. I have to go do, so- I have to go outside. I have to take a shower. I gotta, I don't know, do something. That's like me watching Blue Valentine, like in eight oh. minutes. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's, that's such a what brutal was drug movie. Mo- that other movie, drug movie with Jared Leto. Um, um, it was from the late 90s or early 2000s. It doesn't matter. Oh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I, I remember bawling uh, on the subway after watching Blue Valentine at the theater. I was just yeah. like, I'm like, it was so depressed. That's another that, one I don't yeah. think I can. It's too much. Oh, yeah, you broke up with Matt we after. We broke yeah. up after. Yeah. But I don't... Yeah, that. if I would have watched this with Matt Rudolph, I, we would have broken up. Yeah. Because I kind of... I, I literally... It took me a minute. We I re- watched it two days ago, and it took me a whole day to shake it off. Mm. I just don't like it. I don't like the colors. I don't like the animation. I don't like how jolty it is. And mm-hmm. again, I, I understand it's claymation. That kind of thing is, is hard to do. But it still felt like they weren't getting enough frames per second. You know, like they yeah. weren't... They should have had an extra frame in there because it's all jolty. Mm -hmm. And the noise is the worst part to me. The noise. Mm -hmm. And the songs are so creepy. Every song is creepier than the next. (laughs) I totally agree. When all the toys were singing in unison, I was like, I turned the volume down. I was like, I don't want to hear this, like down to a five. Wait, do we know the voices in here? Oh, yeah. There's someone who's like, I think kind of famous. Oh, Burl Ives is Sam the Snowman. Yeah. Um, Uh, I don't know any of these. are all... Larry Mann is Yukon Cornelius. Billy mm-hmm. Richards is Rudolph. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know any of these people. I mean, they're all, may they rest in peace. Yeah. I don't true. believe they're with us anymore, um, but good for them. Yeah. Um, I think, like. Isn't that weird to be in a movie that is just something that's, like, around forever? And, like, even after you pass, like, people are doing a podcast about it? <laughs> yes. I did look up to see if everyone was dead. Because you know what they are. I was like, if any of these people are still like, alive. Isn't that so weird? Or so weird. to be like their grandkid or something, and it's like, oh, there's grandpa's movie, mm-hmm. like Burl Ives. I'm sure he's got some grandkids. Oh, yeah, totally. And they're probably it's like watching this movie, and it's like, oh, that's grandpa's voice, but grandpa's been dead for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so weird. Yeah. And what if your grandpa was Donner, this like douchebag? Ugh. He was so, he's just such a mean person. <laughs> Wait, person, wasn't Burl that. Ives was also in The Grinch, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Along with my other favorite child actor, little person, <laughs> uh, we have to do a full Grinch. Oh, we're going to do another too. Grinch. Wait, yeah, so we, Burl Ives was uh, did the Grinch and Rudolph? Like that's wild. Wow, he had a corner on that market. He's their go to go to guy. Like that's crazy yeah. to me that he did both of those classics. Yeah, there is a weird theme too here with um, how they also had to employ they employed the Abominable Snowman to put the star on top of the tree. And they're like, oh, he can also haul stuff. Kind of reminded me of Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah. You know, where they're like, oh, we're going to just put this thing to work. I'm like, right. you ripped his teeth out, and <laughs> you said he was mean and hates Christmas. Like, you guys, I don't know. I think the snowman was probably the nicest character in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Remember when we saw that 
Channing Tatum movie, a small foot. Oh, that oh, was small foot. Yeah. And he sings. I, for in some it? reason, I was thinking that was a. Was there an abominable snowman? Was he a in Yeti? There? Yeah, he's a Yeti. Yeti. Yeah, yeah. Which is so, is that the same thing as abominable? No, that's not right. I think it is. Remember, I don't remember a single thing from that movie, and no. we saw that on the in a matinee, a yeah. morning one. Just that Channing was singing. That's all I remember. Yeah, I wish there was. It showed like a split screen of him. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, sitting there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i just this is a, aside from the point but i guess it sort of connects to the podcast but i was just listening to this other podcast with the uh mark shaman who's the musical director and producer of the uh, he did a bunch of movies but he did uh hocus pocus i'll put a uh, i put a spell on you oh yeah and it's this whole history of the song he doesn't remember much about the whole thing like he didn't mm-hmm. anticipate it being like a big thing he was getting hired for every movie he did sister act he did all these uh bet midler albums and then he was working with bet and bet was like come do this song and so he did it. he didn't remember much of it but he said that kathy najimi and sarah jessica parker were singing so their voices are in the actual cut of it but that uh they're blended with like the people who did the um the initial track or something like that they're blended with other background voices so it's all bet and then the other voices are like blended and i was just thinking when you said Channing tatum i feel like his voice was probably like heavily blended heavily <laughs> like blended. Like, yeah. so it is so technically his voice like they can say it's his voice but it's like really blended yeah anyway it's a, i don't remember it was a billboard kind podcast like with casper, if you like casper yeah. you know when it's like yeah, blend or figure it out. Yeah. Well, Casper was a separate voice. That was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it was like Devin Sawa, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it was interesting. This huh. is a podcast. It was a Billboard podcast about that song. It was like 10-minute interview or something. But I found it very fascinating because that song, and we covered Hocus Pocus on our Halloween episode, so I feel mm-hmm. like we should bring it up and talk about it. But yeah. Halloween has passed. But if you want to listen to it, go listen to it. Okay, so my worst, I think Santa was definitely at the top for me for the worst villain. Mm-hmm. And then Donna probably... Yeah. And then that shitty elf, and the top those are top three for me. Cornelius wasn't in the top three for me because he wasn't in the movie as yeah, much. Yeah. You're right. I just, I just hated it. That he was always screaming. Yeah, I was like, dude, you have to chill. All of the sound like, effects and relax. the voices and everything. I know we just were talking about all the voices, but they really fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> totally, and the music and the voices. Oh, yeah. sound and everything. The visuals and sound of this film were just uh, horrifying to me. Yeah, I also like. Even just the concept of the island of misfit toys. Also, the toys didn't actually look super misfit. Super. I was misfit-y. like trying to scrutinize them. I mean, I get oh the water gun that squirts jelly. I was like, that's cool. That's a I cool love toy. imagining you just like pausing YouTube and oh, yeah. being like, I gotta analyze these toys <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I'm like taking notes. It's like I gotta bring my A game. I gotta figure this out. But like, you're right. As a kid, I would watch this every year and love it. But now that I'm thinking, I'm like, I was probably just hyped up on hot cocoa and and cinnamon buns. And, See, you know? I knew right away. I knew this wasn't for me. And I even as could love the frosty. Maybe we should have covered yeah. that. I'm glad That's I got all my thoughts about this out. Mm-hmm. We'll never but have to do it again. Very troubling to me. I just really hated it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. And I love a holiday thing, but this just didn't sit right with me, even as a child mm-hmm. and as an adult or as a college student. When I walked in my dorm room <gasps> and my roommate was watching on the upper bunk bed, as the fall leaves are ugh, falling, ugh. that is disturbed. Jenna, uh, this was fun. It ended this up being almost fun. like a full-size episode, so oh, we were yeah. going to just come on for a couple minutes, but we had so many thoughts about Rudolph fucking <laughs> around your <laughs> right here. And, so, and a lot of the feedback, all the reviews I was reading are very divided. Either people are like... Of our I don't podcast like or of Rudolph? About, oh, no, everyone loves our podcast, but oh, okay. about Rudolph. <laughs> like about the bullying, which I totally agree. Um, but then some people are like, oh, this is a classic. I watch it every year, and I'm like, how? Well, I do... I have a theory that like holiday stuff, 
even the bad stuff we watch, it becomes part of our traditions. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with stuff being played on TV. So even yeah. though people might not necessarily like sit down and love Rudolph, if they were to just see it fresh, I think because it's like been on every year. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way about Christmas story. Like I actually, I do like a Christmas story, that movie with the, oh, yeah. with the, fucking leg lamp. Yeah. (laughs) And that was filmed in Cleveland too, which they do tours of the house. Anyway, um, I like that movie, but I feel like TNT does that 24 hour marathon of it for all for a hundred years. I remember them and Christmas morning when we would open gifts, we would just put on the TV Mm -hmm. and then throughout the day, like in between meals or whatever, we would just turn on the TV and it'd be on like TNT to watch the Christmas story. So I feel like that just becomes part of your tradition, even Mm -hmm. though like, I don't know that everyone that watches A Christmas Story every year would, like, really love it if they just sat and watched it. Like, focused on it. Yeah. And Jingle All the Way is like that for me in a weird way. Like, I watch Jingle All the Way every year, and I don't think I... It's a bad movie. We covered it last year, but it's like, it just is a weird tradition. I watched The the Christmas Vacation. The Griswold one. I love that. But that's genuinely good. That's genuinely genuinely good. Yeah, that can be on all day long. Yeah. And I'm like... um, but some of the other, some of these other ones, like Rudolph, just plays every year. So we watch yeah. Frosty, uh, Elf, forced. Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, some of them are really great stuff. Mm-hmm. But we didn't Rudolph, consent I don't to think it was. being on a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jen, I love you so much. Love uh, you so we much. love everyone for listening. I'm yeah. at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Jenna Brister or Jenna Brister on Insta. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, this thank is you so guys. fun. We love you. We're so we're having I'm so much fun, this. and we're trying our best to do as many episodes as possible. We don't yes. know exactly how many we're going to do, but we're we're doing our best. Yes, and uh, we'll if we don't get to some of the movies this year, we're getting to them next year, the year after. We're in this for the long haul, we're whether you like long, it or not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, I can't imagine get a year on the ride where we're or get stop off. Doing this. No, we're, it's just forever. It's forever. Um. So we'll get to some of these other ones and and we'll get to frosty we'll get to all of them the whole shebang yes um but for now follow us on at a very merry iconic podcast on instagram for all of our updates we'll put all of the episodes there and also i want to tell everyone uh for listening to this podcast if you like it hit uh subscribe or follow wherever you listen so you get all of the updates all of the new episodes so make sure you click that subscribe or follow button and if you like the show please go give us a good review on itunes and uh, you can find me on social media, like I just said, in the book I have available for pre-order on Amazon uh, or Barnes & Noble. It's called How Do I Unremember This? There's Christmas stories in that. So pre-order that. It comes out March 8th of next year. Okay. Perfect. Stay cozy. Um, love you. Merry Christmas.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.